Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time to get lost in the mid card. This Believe in Pro Wrestling property is brought to you by Bet Online, the continued number one source for all your sports betting needs. Join now and receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Believe. Now, here are Jeremy Bennett and Matt Black on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, baby. Welcome to the podcast where we celebrate the return of, yeah, LA Knight. Yeah. It's lost in the mid card on the Believe in Pro Wrestling, Believe Sports Network. Once again, thanks to Bet Online, our sponsor. Go check them out. Put on some bets for Monday Night Football tonight, baby. Denver Broncos taking on the LA Chargers. I don't know. Should be a very easily predictable game. You think? I Herber- think <laughs> Herbert's my guy. Herbert's my guy, man. Uh, that's my fantasy quarterback, and and uh, he's a stud. So I need a lot of points from him tonight. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you, uh, Stephen Chambers, uh, or as Kev Callum would call him, Stephen Elimination Chambers. My God, Queen Monet in here. Thank you, uh, Delwin. Uh, a couple people here got in early. Uh, get well soon, Triple H. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, lots of lots of stuff to uh, I didn't realize that would loop. (laughs) Uncheck the loop box. Hey, we're still getting used to this shit. Um, My God. Week two. Here we go. I didn't realize. uh, I swear that loop was not on there last week, but I think I I think Rick Rick was uh, pulling a rib on us here. I think that's what was going on. That's fine. Won't be the first or last rib I receive in the wrestling business. (laughs) <laughs> ain't that the truth uh we as uh as we did last week we'll do our top five stories here today uh we'll uh, run down television from this past week what we like maybe what we didn't like and of course raw uh preview and raw is we're going to be leading you up to uh raw here at the top of the hour and a, a fightful select uh, report on raw too was uh, a spoiler alert if you don't want to hear uh spoilers you may want to earmuff it but uh and then of course if we get um once we get the rundown from uh, Sean Rossap, we'll uh, share that too. And again, spoiler alert, if you uh, do not want to uh, do it. But hey, our lead is, of course, what is the lead? What is the lead in pro wrestling? What is everybody talking about right now? It is Bray Wyatt. Of course, Bray Wyatt, uh, a lot of people upset that he, he didn't appear on Raw. But um, uh, if you read reports or, or read, you would have known that he would have uh, been returning to SmackDown. And then uh, it didn't help that the graphics department in uh, WWE uh, uh, kind of screwed things up and put it up next right away. And uh, again, if you did not read the uh, the Fightful Select report, you would not have known that he was going to close the show. But he did close the show on uh, on Friday and a very, very emotional promo. It was very much Wyndham talking, I think, in the promo. And then uh, then it was interrupted by a man in a mask, which we believe is probably Bray Wyatt and possibly kind of foreshadowing that maybe uh, Bray Wyatt's greatest enemy is going to be himself. Is that what you kind of took out of that, Matt? And uh, what were your thoughts on his uh, promo? Well, I, I think he understands the type of character that he's had since being in WWE. He's never really got to talk. I don't know if I want to use the term out of character, but 
just talking from a place of, you know, personal feelings. I feel like he thought this is my one chance to do this before this new arc of my character takes off and let me do it, do it in a unique way that no one's ever seen before. I thought it was tremendous. It was definitely one of those things where like it left you wanting more. And I'm I'm super excited to see SmackDown on Friday to see what ne- what's next for Wyatt. What did you uh, take from that interruption? Well, I don't I don't think they had much of a choice but to uh, interrupt him because I was looking at the clock. Oh yeah, and we know that SmackDown goes off the air like two to three minutes early on Fox. It like it doesn't run to ten. You know, it, it goes off at like nine fifty seven, nine fifty eight, and I'm looking at the clock, and it's nine fifty seven, and Wyatt's still talking. I'm like, my God, don't cut this promo off. Yeah, so, right. You what, know, what, what do you that, what do you make of Swerve and did the thing on the stage? I was like, okay, that makes sense. What do you make of that? What do you make of this this guy in the mask? What do you what do you make of? Well, of it, it? It, look, obviously, people think it's Bray. I mean, at the same token, it could end up being Bo. You know, we don't know. The voice was distorted. It was me all along. It could be anybody. And plus, on the camera, on on, on a screen like that, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, could be El- you know, it could be Elrod. Everybody's, every, God, everybody's hoping for the Wyatt Six to be some form of, you know, faction on SmackDown. So hopefully that's where this is heading. Or maybe it's just literally, you know, three faces of Foley, but six faces of Wyatt. I mean... Right. We we don't we don't know for sure yet. Honestly, I think that that's part of what makes this so great. Yeah, is that it's leaving everybody asking questions instead of just automatically knowing what's happening next. Yeah, and I and... think without Vince being there and and being a collaboration between Bray and Triple H and the new uh, the new creative uh, guy Rob Fee, I think uh, I think it's a match made in heaven, man. I oh. think we're gonna get some really great stuff out of this over the next several months yeah rob fee uh, obviously a, a horror writer and whatnot good friends with bray wyatt they were supposed to work i think this was i think they were supposed to work together on that warner brothers project i think it got axed i think is what happened on that thing and uh i yeah, he, I'm ex- apparently he pitched a fiend movie mm. to nick Khan. Mm. well that was apparently very well received and like they were going to do it and then you know the release happened so obviously that fell through, but I mean, yeah. clearly this guy knows Wyatt and he knows what he's talking about. He's got a history and, you know, like the horror genre and Marvel and Disney. And yeah, you know, I, I think he was a great hire for the company. He, he definitely, if you look at, if you read his tweets on, on social media, he definitely seems like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So it's yeah. great to have, it's great to see WWE hiring people that are fans and they know what they're doing for the creative team. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it's insane, but air compared to what we used to have. Mark Cho wants the uh, the Fiend cut, the Snyder cut of the Fiend movie. I don't even know if they even made it or started on it. I think they just wanted to do well, it. I know he, I know he filmed some kind of movie after being released, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything Fiend related, from my understanding. And who knows when that when that project's going to eventually come out. As always, uh, thank you for tuning in live with us. And of course, if you're not live, you can still uh, tune in on demand on any of the podcast networks or on YouTube on the believe in uh, pro wrestling YouTube channel. We are almost a 500. And if you've not subscribed to YouTube yet, man, what are you doing? Because once we get there, uh, we are giving away a $100 gift card to uh, your shop of choice, WWE or AEW. So once we get, I think last I checked, we were about 15 away. 
Uh, so, uh, and you know. who doesn't love free money? Right. Get your free money. Hit the sub button, people. Hubba, Ain't hubba, that hubba. hard? It's who do you trust? A free me? click for potentially free money. Who do you trust? I mean, that's me? a win-win. I'm giving away free money. Uh, so ask us anything in the chat at any time, at any point, because we're live, pal. Live uh, up until close to Raw time. And uh, boy, is there going to be some uh, interesting things on Raw tonight. Uh, a Fightful Select article has dropped. We'll talk about at the end of the show as well. Um, some interesting matches. A return as well uh, of uh, someone. And uh, yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that and see what happens. But next, uh, let's move on here. Uh, it was reported by Mike Johnson, a PW Insider, that Triple H has tested positive for COVID and will not be at Raw tonight. Uh, according to the report, Triple H is said to be feeling well and in good spirits, but will be away from his in-person WWE duties until he's cleared the company's current protocol. Uh, so he's reportedly in contact with the producers and writers for the show. Uh, it has also uh, been confirmed that he's going to miss Tuesday's NXT taping as well. Um, reports state that uh, Bruce Pritchard is not currently backstage at Raw either. So uh, be interesting. It looks like a Road Dog is going to be running Raw tonight. Obviously, Shawn Michaels is more than capable of running NXT as he's been doing since Triple H. Is had he, his- though? <laughs> is oh! he, though? Oh, are you questioning? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, Look. Pritchard was on vacation this week. Couldn't be helped. Road doggy dogs in charge. Look, he ran head creative on SmackDown a couple of years ago, and I thought he did just fine. Road dog? Uh, you know, until Vince breathed down his throat so much that he had to, you know, resign. Um, look, it's one night, and I'm sure Triple H will be working remotely if he so desires to. And from my understanding, most of the, the creative you know, headed in tonight was already just already decided anyway. Yeah. So it won't be that bad. No, and they'll have constant communication with Triple H, so it's not going to be like the beauty. The beauty yeah. of uh, the technology age we live in. Yeah, NXT was uh, outside of uh, outside of Frazier and Axiom. That was it. Was uh, you know, Dragonov and, and and Waller was pretty good, but I mean, I, there was. Everything else in between. Dude, was... Waller got way too much offense on Dragonoff. Dragonoff, yeah, way too much. On dude, it's easily the worst show every week, and it's not even close. Like it doesn't get close to t- it doesn't get close to touching Impact. It doesn't touch Raw or SmackDown, and it surely doesn't touch AEW. Like they're like. Has Sean Michaels I know blocked you yet? To talk about the quote unquote Tuesday Night War. Oh, he 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 vanity searched and blocked me after I after an NXT pay per view earlier this year. That's probably I, I, why tag the man. That's probably but, why Mark Cho's saying that. That's probably yeah, why Mark Cho's saying that. He thinks he's funny. Um, yeah, to my no, knowledge, it's just, it's just it's not a it's not a good show, man. To my knowledge, the only wrestling uh, person that's blocked me is JBL, and I don't care. Uh, yeah, Sean has it, not blocked. Look, me. It, it all comes down to. The people who end up blocking me are the people who are vanity searching because I'm not adding yeah, JBL people. vanity search. And I'm not adding tomorrow. people and giving them grief because that, like to me, that's not what social media, you know, needs, you know, people don't need, you know, to get grief in their mentions. So, you know, if a wrestler goes out of their way to vanity search and block me, you know, knock yourself out. You know, if that makes you happy with, with <laughs> yourself and in your Twitter experience, go for it. 
Steven in the chat, NXT uh, Halloween Havoc this Saturday looks like a good card. Uh, that uh, is something we can uh, definitely they're talk live, about. Look, their premium live events aren't NXT's problem. It's their weekly programming that's the problem. Yeah. More often than not, the premium live events are still pretty, are decent to good, and some of the matches are great. Um, yeah, well, we'll run down that card uh, real quick here after we get done with some of the top stories here tonight. Uh, give you our predictions as we uh, normally would do on a loss of the mid card, uh, which is returned after a year hiatus. So it's good to be back. Uh, so this will be, yeah, it'll be our first kind of premium pay-per-view live event thing that uh we we have so uh it'll be uh it'll be good to uh to talk about uh, more predictions here of course and then after that uh shush, we got Oosh. full gear we got full gear and uh survivor series those are the next two after that isn't it we don't really have anything in between do we we've well, we've got halloween havoc it rolls into uh crown jewel Crown which Jewel, rolls, oh yeah. Which rolls into Full Gear, which rolls into Survivor Series. I forgot about Crown Jewel, as many people probably should. Well, Logan Paul is very disappointed in you. I'm sure he is. Uh, next up, a very uh, cool video has been uh, put together by John Alba, who, of course, uh, does a show with Matt Hardy on the weekly basis, uh, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. And uh, we're celebrating Matt Hardy's 30th anniversary being in the wrestling business. Uh Check out Matt Hardy's um, YouTube channel, Matt Hardy Brand. The uh, the, the videos out there. A uh, lot of wrestlers, uh, wrestling personalities, people that work in the business, all sorts of people uh, were uh, in this video. It's about thirty minutes long. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Matt, uh, they put Matt. Uh, John puts Matt in the corner for his live reaction to all of this. Uh, all of the, the the people that have taught and there's a lot of people in that 30 minutes um most uh, notably uh, uh three of them uh, that are most notable in that video kurt angle uh gave some well wishes jericho gave some well wishes and the undertaker gave some well wishes as well and a lot of current aew stars a lot of indie promotion a lot of referees a lot of good stuff um so get a chance to uh, check that out i've watched about half of it here uh so i'm gonna finish that up uh, sometime later tonight did you get a chance to take a look at any of that matter um i i looked at i looked at the article with the quotes i haven't got a chance to watch the full video yet and it said something i'll I'll watch before the week is over i mean i just think it's cool matt I'm like i don't know about you man but it makes me feel pretty old <laughs> you know i was around i was around when matt hardy debuted and now it's like 30 years later like my god you know that's that's freaking crazy yeah, him and Jeff were, you know, they were, uh, they got started in WWE as jobbers really young. I think Jeff was not even 18 yet. Um, so that was pretty crazy. And then, of course, uh, getting some indie work before being signed and, and obviously uh, being paired with, uh, with, uh, Ola Freebird Michael Hayes and, uh, then taking off, obviously, TLC with, uh, Edge Christian, the Dudleys. That's when it kind of, skyrocketed to superstardom and matt hardy is a uh you know and if you've if you've watched our show you know we've we've been big fans of matt hardy the whole way absolutely love the broken map persona we we got to break down a lot of that stuff uh as it happened in impact wrestling and then uh the watered down version in wwe but obviously matt and jeff one of my favorite tag teams of all time hopefully jeff can get back sometime soon as well and 
and uh, we can have that final run that we've been looking forward to. But in the meantime, Matt Hardy working with Private Party has been a great story in AEW. You've been liking what they've been doing there, Matt? Yeah, and I think um, Matt Hardy losing his contract to the firm on Rampage Friday, I, I think it's set up to eventually bring Jeff back to like fight for his brother and private party's freedom. And he'll, he'll be the one to, you know, get, get the trio out of, out of the firm before the year is over. That's, that's, that's where I think it's going anyway, unless Hardy's court case goes off the rails in a, in a few weeks, which would be very unfortunate for him. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully that is, uh, not going to be too terrible, but we'll find out in, uh, in, uh, due time there. It has been announced here that, uh, according to, uh, WrestleNomics, um, Brandon Thurston there, of course, producing, uh, usually gives us the, uh, the ratings, uh, the next day does good work with statistics and such. He has reported that WWE day one was scheduled for, uh, January 1st of 2023 but is now canceled. It is uh, due to uh, sporting events that are now scheduled to be taking place in uh, the uh, State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. So now, uh, instead of moving it or rescheduling it, obviously it'd make no sense to reschedule it because it's called day one. Uh, they have just decided to cancel it. Matt, uh, are you going to miss day one? Well, I mean, it was, look, it was a pay-per-view one time. So I, I don't know if we can necessarily say that we're going to miss it, but there's no way WWE is going from Survivor Series to the Royal Rumble without a premium live event somewhere in between. So just because day one's canceled, I, I don't there's going to be an event that replaces it. It's just a matter of what Triple H decides to use. Yeah, they could do a a TLC, a, a December dis dismember. <laughs> Stop uh, it. They could do uh, something in December in Atlanta, and uh, I don't. The tickets hadn't gone on sale yet for. They as have I not. Said. No. Yeah. So uh, there's really no thing to. But yeah. See, they, see she's sad. Yeah. Day one, I, I, it was a good pay per view, and it was kind of interesting to have it on January first. But there's so much shit going on on January first, anyways, with bowl games and and, and day off from work. Uh, you know, <laughs> I. You know, I don't off from work. It's a great time to watch wrestling. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you know, you might be, uh, I guess you might be hungover from New Year's Eve, but a lot of people Ooh, do. A lot that's of people... a good idea, Stephen Chambers. And that's something I think Triple H would do. Oh, Maybe. damn. Could you see WWE Starcade? <laughs> Dude, that would be cool as shit. Yeah, because they've been doing Walking. it for a live event. They've been doing I... it for live events, yes. but never did a, a pay per view on it. Dude, I bet you. Dude, this would absolutely be something Triple H would do. Armageddon. Arcade. Armageddon. Hey, Armageddon's not a bad idea either, but man. I remember I'm, Jeff Hardy man, winning I'm, the title I'm, at I'm Armageddon. I'm really liking Starcade at the moment. Yeah, Starcade, man. That was uh, an old classic WCW staple. WWE did some live events that were uh, uh, that were Starcade branded, I guess, but never really aired. Uh, I don't even think they put them on the network. Yeah, I don't think they did either. Just local marketing efforts, essentially. Yeah, so that'd be a good idea. There's just absolutely no way that they could go. You know, when is when is Survivor Series in November this year? Um, oh, 26. They can't go two months though. I mean, I don't think they would. 
Yeah, I, no, because like the Rumble's at, like the end of January, isn't it? Um, I'm pretty sure it's like the end of January. Yeah, twenty eighth, exactly yeah. two months, exactly two months after. See, there's no way they're going two months without a without a premium live event. There's just no way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's there's no way they could do that. I I, I kind of wonder if. Uh, yeah, there's got to be something up their sleeves. Plus, if there's a planned event for Atlanta, they probably want to run a December event down there. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. Uh, our last, uh, our last entry into the uh, the top stories here for uh, this past weekend: WWE with an interesting trademark. Uh, they have filed uh, to trademark Lyra Valkyra. Lyra Valkyra sounds a very much like a Taya Valkyrie, doesn't not Matt? Why wouldn't they just bring her back as Frankie Monet? They don't. They already own that. Yeah, uh, you like, know. Do you really need a second trademark on a name you already like on a name you've already established? I don't know, man. And look, if you're bringing her, if you're bringing her back, and I'm not saying they are, but let's say that say they're bringing her back. If they don't bring her and Morrison back together, like what are we even doing? Need that, that worldwide. That, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Need that worldwide underground, man. I, you know, I, I love the worldwide underground and Lucha underground. That was uh Ty Valkyrie, John, Johnny Mundo, uh, then PJ black and, uh, Jack Evans. That was a great, uh, great, uh, faction there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she kind of, they wasted her in NXT, didn't they? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It could be her. Have they said anything about, uh, when, the uh, uh, NXT Europe's going to get up and running, or just sometime. All they said is sometime in twenty twenty three. DJ got a good point too. Could be Sarah Logan. They might bring her. You know they, what? A more Viking name, like more a Val- Vi- like a Valkyrie. T- you know what? DJ might have nail right on the head right there. Yeah, and that's probably exactly what it's for. Because while she's been in those vignettes, they have not, you know, shown her face or named her. You know after those video packages are over, like they're not acknowledging that she's in them. So that could be her new name, you know, when she returns with, uh, with the Viking Raiders, that makes sense. Yeah. I bet you that, uh, I bet you that's going to be, uh, what that is because obviously they want to give her more of a Viking name because they are going to pair her, uh, with the Viking Raiders. Yeah. And, which uh, makes, those, which makes sense. Those vignettes have been pretty cool with her on them too. So it's good to see her back. I, she's a great wrestler. Good to see her back in the business again, after a couple of years off having a family, um, you know, under new management again, uh, all bets are off for uh, what anybody can come back and who could come back and what they can do. So, uh, it, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen. Obviously, you know, you got Nikki cross, maybe they bring back big demo. Maybe they bring back sanity at some point. So, uh, you know, with not, not exactly Eric young, but, uh, you know, a version of sanity, you know, it'd be kind of cool to see as well. A lot of visions from triple H that kind of Vince pissed on. So triple H is now doing the pissing. Yeah. <laughs> what pisses around, pisses around brother. Oh man. You know, <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's go into uh, let's go into Halloween Havoc uh, with uh, this Saturday PLV uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. There are six matches on the card, so a, that should a, be it. Yep. Yeah, uh, Standard, you know, NXT shows are like five to six matches, so this is probably 
they're probably not adding anything additional Tuesday night. Besides, Tuesday night feels more like NXT versus the main roster show because we're going against well, AEW why? anyway. So well, why why are there so many main roster people on NXT? Because the Tuesday night wars are reignited for one night only, pal. Uh who do you I think uh, Who do you think uh you know we'll get into the raw preview in a minute, but who do you think uh Cora Jade picks? Is it obvious that it's gonna be Bailey? I mean it's not obvious. Could be Bailey, could be Rhea Ripley, who returned to live action over the weekend. Yep. So I mean, could be either one. I think those are probably the two top candidates. I mean, you could go like you could go for EO Sky or Dakota Kai, but that just seems kind of silly. You, you want to? I think you'd want to put a bigger name on there. So uh, to me, Bailey or Rhea would be the names that would would make sense to me. Yeah. You know, it'd be kind of cool to bring back to host this would be Shotzi. Uh, I I liked when Shotzi was involved uh, with uh, with it back uh, a year or two ago. It'd be kind of cool to bring her in as just like the host. That'd be kind of sweet. As I said, six matches on the card. Uh, Spin the wheel, make a deal. We don't know what it's going to be, but Apollo Crews taking on Grayson Waller in what's been a pretty decent feud in my opinion. Uh, I am going to go with Cruz. I think they're going to push Cruz eventually, maybe be uh, a contender for Braun Breaker down the line. I don't know. Uh, I, I still feel like Carmelo Hayes is probably going to be the one to take the title off of Braun, but I'm going to go Apollo Cruz here, Matt. Yeah, Cruz Cruz for the win. Ambulance match. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed has to leave NXT. Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp. Uh, Julius Creed is a star in the making. So is his brother, but Julius especially is a star in the making. There's no way that that Julius loses this, is it? No, there's no way. They're not they're not breaking up the Creed brothers. I bet it makes you no sense, and they're not ready to be brought up either. I bet you so Roddy he has to win. I bet you Roddy returns to help him win. Because I mean, he already he already gave his his uh, Adrian promo to them last week. So. Yeah, he he did the hospital thing. So yeah, it was uh, totally it was totally Rocky too. That'd be a great idea, Stephen. Wouldn't it be awesome if Roderick was in the ambulance when Damon's about ready to win? And boom! That would, you know what? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, Stephen Chambers with all the great ideas tonight. That has to happen. Hell yeah! That, that Damon would be opens great. the thing and Roderick just knees him right in the face. That would be sweet. Uh, spin the wheel, make the deal. Weapons wild match between Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. What the fuck is a weapons wild match? I guess they're wild. <laughs> so stupid. Weapons Give an everywhere. opportunity to do a cool match type on the wheel and you pick weapons wild. You act like, like the you act like the wheel ain't rigged. Don't look, just don't put stupid shit on the wheel. <laughs> and then you don't have to rig it. Put a whole bunch of stuff on there that could be cool. And then just let it spin for real. Just like Wheel of Fortune, there's a break on that wheel. People don't believe me, but there is. Who do you got? Who do you got winning that? Oh, it's got to be Roxanne. It has to be. Yeah. All the crap she's been put through, you got to think so. Yeah, because Cora won their last match. Roxanne has to win this one. Three title matches on the line. The first of the three is for the NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose, Alba Fire. I feel like 
Now's the time for a change. Alba Fire is the right person to end that long reign of Mandy Rose. Uh, Toxic Attraction is ready to be called up. I've already had uh, a few matches uh, with uh, with JC and and uh, Gigi, so I, I think it's more than uh, overdue to call them up. SmackDown needs them as well. Uh, Mandy Rose uh, uh, loses to Alba Fire here, Matt. You agree? Yeah, it's. I think this is Toxic Attraction, Swan Song, and NXT. Because I think if they wanted to keep them down there longer, Gigi and JC would be tag champions again by now. So since they're not, and since they're not getting another shot at the titles, to me, Alba beats Mandy and, and the trio gets caught up to SmackDown next week. I wouldn't waste any time on burning them up. That SmackDown women's roster could absolutely use toxic attraction right now. And so could Wade Barrett. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. That's going to be annoying. Wade's going to lose it. Michael Cole's gonna. Michael Cole's gonna need a raincoat. Yeah, still better than the commentary we'll hear on Raw tonight. Oof. And oh boy, this is gonna be a fun one. Uh, ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Your competitors are Carmelo Hayes, Ora Mensa, Wesley Von Yon Wagner. Sorry, I almost forgot my own nickname for him. Yon Wagner. And Nathan Frazier, uh, a lot of high flyers in this baby. Uh, who do you think wins? One of these names are not like the others. One of these names just don't belong. Yeah, Chase. What the fuck's Von Wagner doing in this damn match, JB? Andre Andre Chase deserved it because Andre Chase had never beaten Jan Wagner uh, ever. And so when they had that qualifying match, I thought it was a perfect time for because Chase has been uh, on the up. Uh, obviously, he's popular as hell. I I thought Andre Chase deserved to be in this over Jan Wagner, uh, but who do you got? Who do you got winning out of those? Even Axiom could have been in, you know, over him. Uh, I think it's Wesley's night. I I I think I think you said you think Carmelo is going to beat Braun. I think Carmelo is getting called up. Oh, I I don't think there's any. Truly, I don't think there's anything left for him to do in NXT. He's ready. He is, and you know he worked a recent main event match which clearly means they're, you know, considering creative ideas for him on the main roster because like when Vince was there, it didn't really mean anything, but I think with triple H up there, if an NXT talent's coming up to work main event, he's doing it to propose to show him to showcase him to the current creative team and say, do we have anything for this guy right now? So I, I think Carmel is on his way up to the main roster. I think, I think this is Wesley's match to win. And I think after all the, bullshit he's been through for the last several months without his tag team partner there i think yeah. he deserves it yeah I, I agree with you on wesley winning that uh i don't i don't know i i you know obviously hbk is a big carmelo hayes guy i, I would not be surprised if uh, hayes does get a run at the, with the nxt championship and then gets called up after he drops it uh which you know maybe put him up put him on around mania time we'll see what happens there though obviously i agree with you he is ready i, I hope i hope trick gets called up with him because they are very good together Trick obviously is not as far along, but Trick has held his own in one-on-one matches, and he's good on the microphone as well. They're both good on the microphone, so I don't. I honestly don't think Carmelo needs him. No, he doesn't. But, I, uh, I think I Carmelo would... can stand on his own. I mean, look, they want him in the the Diesel, you know, Kevin Nash, HBK role as the, like the big heavy. I mean, I get that, but I mean, like, he certainly doesn't need to talk for Melo. No, uh, Mello but I don't can talk think... on his own. Mello can work on his own. Yeah, I don't you think know... they need to. They don't need to separate them. I don't think though. They work well together. I don't think they need to separate them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Main event: 
triple threat match for the NXT Championship, Braun Breaker, Ilya Dragunov, and J.D. McDonough. Uh, I'm going to go Braun Breaker retaining against the two uh, UK guys. I'd love to see Ilya win this, but I just don't see it. I don't see JD winning it either because he's already had his chance. I just think Braun's going to take them both on. Uh, what do you think, Matt? While I think you're correct, I want Dragunov to win because I think Braun's reign has been stale as hell since his yeah. feud with Casey. Yep. And it just has never recovered. Like he was on an upward trajectory and they locked him into that like couple month feud with, with Gacy and it just killed him. It killed his momentum. It killed his build. Like he needs fixed. And I, and I think the only thing that can fix Braun right now is bringing him to the main roster and essentially just rebooting his character. Like re, like I'd, I'd rename him. I'd, I'd rename him Braun, Bronson Steiner or, you know, or, or something along those lines. And I would just, and I would, and I would work. I would, I would work on rebuilding him on the main roster because I think that run against Gacy on NXT absolutely killed him. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Yeah, it's not been a great title run, and I've said it um in previous podcasts before that it seems like the North American title's been booked better and booked to be more important than the main title has been over the past couple of months, which is wild to think, but it's true. It's certainly been showcased more. Moving on to AEW recap this week. Uh, they were in Canada for uh, Dynamite and Rampage, and the big eh? news come. Eh? Uh, the big news coming out of this was that AEW signed Renee Paquette. How about that, Matt? What a yes! Great it's a great signing, and we kicked very, off. Very happy about that. Kicked off Dynamite with Renee, and uh, what a great person to interview for the first one. Christian Cage, the the biggest uh, dick in AEW right now. <laughs> wow. Uh, Christian. But, uh, of course, we uh, led to uh, Luchasaurus and uh, uh, Jungle Jack. Uh, do you agree with Luchasaurus going over there? Um, is this more of a bigger? Yeah, I, I said this on Twitter. Until... I said on Twitter, bigger picture. So I thought yeah, it was until, a... until Christian gets healthy. Yeah. Like if 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 Jungle Boy beats Luchasaurus, then wh- what do they do? While they wait for, you know, for Christian to get healthy, like he's got to, he has to be stuck with, uh, he has to be stuck with the dinosaur for a bit. We we don't know when, when Christian's going to be, you know, cleared to compete again. And until he's at least, you know, like a month out or something, I don't think you can have Jungle Boy go over Luchasaurus yet. I just, I thought it was a great match though. I mean, Jungle Boy looked great. Luchasaurus probably had the best singles match he's had. Um, since, you know, since his AEW career started, like there was, there was no downside to that match. I thought it was great. No. Uh, and, uh, Renee Paquette gets to interview yet another great Canadian, a favorite of ours, Ethan page. That was a, that was fun to see. It's good to see Ethan kind of getting a little more fed to him in AEW. Don't you see? Kind of seems like he's getting a little more momentum with the company. Well, he's part of the firm now. So that yeah. helps being it, being in a group that's not ran by Dan Lambert you know surely helps um so <laughs> I, I think he's is gonna, scorpio th- hurt yeah scorpio scorpio was hurt during his tnt title run so he's still um who knows when he's gonna be back i i, I know i think it was some kind of knee injury so I, I don't think there's any type of timetable on his return like his, his in-run return anyway but page if, if you if you go back and listen to the firm's promo after after all out it's clear that pages targets the the all-atlantic championship 
So I foresee him and uh, Orange Cassidy having some banners before 2022 is over. That's going to be a good match there. Uh, Ward Show took on uh, the factory. Uh, The big story was probably the big surprise of the night was the return of a gimmick that we all loved in NXT. And they they didn't kind of they kind of went in a completely different direction, especially after he busted open Cody Rhodes's head. Uh, but how about the return of the Perfect Ten, Sean Spears? Are you happy that this gimmick is back? I uh, yeah, I mean it's it's great. I mean it, it's on it's honestly kind of hilarious because the whole plan was to get the ten gimmick off a of ten, you know, in uh, in DC before they sent Andrade home. Yep. But so he's still 10 for another week, but I, I think he's facing Rushon on Rampage on Friday. And I think, yeah. he's gonna, I think he's going to lose the, uh, I think he's going to lose the 10 name there. I don't so, think they had the stipulations in that Rush match, but yeah, there's some kind of thing there. Like if you, if like, if you, if I beat you, you'll leave me alone. Yeah. Or whatever. That. And Rush is, I think, I well, think maybe Rush will come back. I yeah, think Rush will be like, when I win, you're, you're, you're stuck with us, sir. Or, or you'll or lose the match. Along those lines. So, yeah. Maybe you lose the mask if you lose or something. I don't know. Uh, great to see the perfect ten. Obviously, a gimmick that the fans still love. The fans pop for it. Uh, uh, and hometown Ruck- boy too helped. Mikey Ruckus uh, throwing a, a great entrance theme there. Uh, throwing the ten at the beginning, and it's just. And of course, we saw him wrestle on Rampage. So uh, it is. It, it is a fan favorite, and it is very good. Uh, very good to see uh, this version of uh ty dillinger aka sean spears back uh, a lot of fun there um <laughs> maybe the moment of of dynamite how about that fucking promo from adam hangman page i thought it was great i wish mjf wasn't in the crowd to glom the heat door in it right because i think he was a i think he served as a distraction to the live crowd there was absolutely Instead no reason to have him up being there. Being fully for that. focused on Page, they were focused on MJF sitting there. I think that was a, I think that was a mistake. And I'd like to believe if Tony got had the opportunity to do that again, he wouldn't have done that. There was absolutely no reason to have him up there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Such is such, and of course, uh, this was uh, not the main event, which we thought it was. But hey, at least um, you know the great thing about not having it last is you get a, you give it the time it needs. And I thought Chris Jericho and Danielson had a great match for the ROH Championship. I thought I thought the finish sucked. So well, we all knew we all knew it was coming. You could see it coming from a mile away, and it was just it was very anticlimactic. Didn't did not take the finish of this match. And honestly, like look, unless unless the next match is Danielson taking the title off of Jericho, I don't need to see Jan Danielson versus Jericho anytime soon again. Well, we already have three. Give it to us like them, three right? times in three times in three months now. Yeah, let's let's back up on that match. And if you want to do it again, make sure like make sure Danielson's winning the title in that match. Do it at like final battle or or something in December. Don't I don't want to see that match again unless it means Danielson's beating Jericho. Yeah. Uh, the women got their usual time slot. Uh, tag match with Britt Baker and Hater against Storm and Sheeta. Hater still over with the crowd big time. Uh, the good girls get the win there, and then they are going to face each other on uh, Dynamite next week. Tomorrow. Or tomorrow. <laughs> My God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sheeta and uh, and Storm for the uh, 
for the interim AW Women's World Championship tomorrow night on Tuesday Night Dynamite, pal. No surprise, but Pac and Orange Cassidy tore the house down with that main event, didn't they? Yes, and Pac continues to establish himself as no one can sell the DDT in professional wrestling better than me. And yeah, Cassidy got the much deserved win. Like I think he should have gotten this win at at uh at Grand Slam. Yeah. They could they could have done Orange Cassidy and Ethan Page in Toronto, which would have, you know, I think benefited both, you know, both men more, but you know, better late than never. And, you know, Cassidy definitely deserves this title win. So good for him. Uh Rampage, uh Good to see uh, Claudio and, and Moxley tag together. Always fun to see that happen. And uh, the Dark Order, another surprise. Maybe the Dark Order ain't dead because Stu Grayson returns Stu, to the company. Stu, 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 I don't know why they, Tony, I don't know why he, or maybe it was Stu's, maybe it Stu was wanted Stu's, to get away. It was Stu's decision. Okay. Good to see Stu back. Uh, hopefully. Now they, now they can bring Allen back too. Who? Five. Oh yeah! Oh, Alan Angels. He is too talented to not have that job there, man. He uh, made the same decision Stu did. It was both their choices to walk away. Oh, did, was Alan's choice too? Yes, okay. they they were both offered new deals, and they chose mm. to, and they chose to go you know, go prove themselves elsewhere. Uh, I am not sure about Thunder Rosa right now, and I've not even heard an update on her in a while. So I don't know, Matt. Have you heard anything? She's on Busted Open every Friday. Um, she continues to say that she's making progress and that she's going to be back soon. But I, I, uh, I, she hasn't given any type of time frame, and I don't, I don't want to say full gear and be wrong, but I think we'll probably see her by the end of the year. Uh, Stephen Chambers, thanks for that question. Of course, anybody uh, watching us live again, thank you for joining us live as we uh, lead up to Monday Night Raw in less than twenty minutes. Uh, thank you for joining us live anytime. Any place, anywhere, ask us a question in the chat there, and we'll, we'll get to it uh, prompt, pronto. Uh, but uh, then we got uh, Nyla Rose and Anna Jay. Are we, it's like they cannot figure out what to do with Nyla Rose. Like, fucking just make her a baby face, for crying out loud. And it just doesn't seem like they're committing to that yet. I don't know. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, Ethan Page getting a win, and then in the main event, uh, six-man tag. Brian Cage in the Gates of Agony against FTR and Sean Spears. Big pop for Sean Spears. Basically doing his entrance as, as he did with the Perfect Ten back in NXT. Basically, the, the old Sean Spears is back. But the big story of Rampage was uh, the return of the kingdom, possibly to ROH. How how great was it to see? Uh, I know I know old Daryl, our, our old uh, uh, co-host Daryl. From Lost in the Midcard. I know he was happy to see Matt Taven again. I am very happy to see Taven Bennett and Maria in AEW ROH, man. And look, we might have lost the Undisputed Elite. But Adam Cole might have just gained some new friends when he comes back, baby. Oh, man. If he reunites with the Kingdom, that would be so badass. Dude, just put him and put him and Kyle in the Kingdom. I know Kyle was never there, but you could always add one extra member. That stable is awesome kyle's you your mid, that K- kyle's your kyle's your mid carter adam's your main eventer and you got your tag and, team and the tag team they could run a rough shot over aew in 2023 if they play this right it could um, be really fucking cool previewing AE- it would also it could also be a catalyst 
to eventually turn Britt Baker face. Yeah. Because she's jealous of the time that Adam's spending (laughs) with Maria. Maria. They could do, there's a lot of stuff they could do here. And it's very exciting to think about the kingdom. I know everybody was worried about where Cole was going to be placed when he came back, but with the kingdom there now, Oh boy, there's some, Mm -hmm. there's some very exciting possibilities of what they can do. Um, when the Bay Bay man returns, I am excited. Of course, we covered uh, Ring of Honor when Adam Cole was world champion with the kingdom there back in the day, uh, in our early days of Lost in the Midcard. And man, it would be, it would be great because that was about the time I started watching Ring of Honors when me and Matt started this show about eight years ago. And, uh, yeah, it, it would be pretty cool to come full circle and have Adam Cole join the kingdom. That would be major. And, you know, and obviously, once Ring of Honor gets established, I still would like to see some crossover, obviously not as much as we have now because there's no Tremendously home scale back, but I would like to see a little, uh, yeah, a little, a, a little bit of crossover is fine. Just a pinch, but they need to scale get that freaking weekly TV deal and scale back because um, there's a lot of people that are like legitimately turned off by the amount of rent of honor on AEW. Jose Gonzalez. What up, man? My uh, former uh, compadre on top story back in the day. Thanks for joining in, man. Happy Monday. It's going to be a happy Monday. Uh, we're going to see what happens here on Monday Night Raw. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, first, we're going to preview Dynamite here for you. Uh, William Regal interview with Tony Schiavone. That's going to be good. Uh, Renee Paquette's going to... Ha- I'd rather have an interview with Regal and Excalibur. <laughs> oh, you saucy little munchkin. Yeah. He didn't flirt <laughs> with him on... He didn't flirt with him on Friday because they... He just- got in trouble with HR. He just, whoa, right? Right? <laughs> you saucy little Rice crispy Cupcake. <sighs> uh yeah well plus they it rampage that you know they don't fuck around they just get right into the action so he didn't have time to flirt on friday uh renee paquette is going to interview danielson and, and wheeler yuda that'll be a, a lot of fun ring of honor world title chris jericho dalton castle that's going to be good dalton castle uh, i forgot to mention on on dynamite great promo uh by him uh coming out there on wednesday Best friends against Death Triangle Trios Championship. I don't think there's going to be a title change there. Do you? I don't think so either. I still think Death Triangle's holding those titles until the Elite comes back. Uh, interim Women's World Title: uh, Sheeta and Storm. No change there. I don't. Right? I don't see it. Not, and, I love Sheeta, but I don't. I, Storm's getting the push right now. I, I don't see Storm dropping that title anytime soon. The Storm will, be, Storm will beat Rosa. The to, interesting one. Is John Moxley hanging man Adam Page? Moxley was supposed to go on vacation before this whole shit with Punk came down. I am thinking there's a title change tomorrow. I, uh, I think I think there is a title change tomorrow, but I don't think it's Hangman winning. Oh, I think cash Mox, in tomorrow. Yes, I think Box beats Hangman, and MJF literally cashes in the chip in the only arena where he is going to get booed in the United States. In Moxley's hometown of Cincinnati <laughs> to win the AEW World Championship. How Vince think, McMahon of you, Matt. I think the World Championship changes hands tomorrow night. I think MJF wins the title in Cincinnati. Triple Mania is this weekend, too? Holy crap. I've, I've not caught up no, on Triple, Triple Mania. No, Triple Mania was, la- was over the weekend. Oh, it already happened. It? Oh. Yeah, Penta was in the main event against um, Villano 4, and the loser lost their mask. Obviously, Penta won. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see Penta unmasked. That'll be uh, that'd be the day, wouldn't it? Wow, 
Two, yeah, I mean, you got to bring your guns on Tuesday. It's the Tuesday Night War, so uh, everybody's going to talk, yeah. about, the, I, I, gonna I talk about the numbers. I think the world title changes hand tomorrow night. I really do. Everybody's going to talk about the numbers uh, uh, come Wednesday morning, so or Wednesday afternoon is usually when they come out about 4 yeah, Eastern. Four o'clock, uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then SmackDown, uh, before we get to Raw in the show, let's talk about SmackDown. How, I, lo- I, love the, I love the car crash and the beatdown. I love, I, I, it was a unique open. It. Why do you, why did hated you hate it? it? Oh, I know why you hate it. Because it made I'm, no sense. It made Drew it look like a dick. It made Drew McIntyre look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> the dude was just in a car accident. Look, I get if he's walking around backstage. Dude, I get if he's walking around backstage 100%, you're pissed off. Jump him. Beat his ass. That's fine. He deserves it for cheating. But the man was just in a car accident. And you come running out. Oh, goody. Look at my rival who's just in a car wreck. Let me beat his ass. Like what? I hate Jose's it. gonna be at NXT tomorrow. Hey, big, uh, big uh, main roster influence on that show tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see. Have fun, man. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun show to be at. Um, I I liked it because it was just a unique way to open Raw. Um, SmackDown but, or SmackDown. Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, good match. Loved it. Loved it. Sami Zayn is a goddamn star. Uh, boy, is the the rock gonna be up his ass? Uh, coming, uh, coming soon. Once that, once that turn hits, I don't know how or when. I they could still stretch this out, man. I mean, it looked like Jay and and Sammy were <laughs> getting along because Jay helped Sammy win, and then Sammy was a dick to Jay. But you know, that's kind of Sammy's fault. But I don't know. It was kind of interesting to see. How long do you think they drag this out? I think they could drag it out as long as they want, in my opinion. It ain't no rush right now. I mean, this has been like a continuous story for almost three years now, which is brilliant on WWE writing's part, even giving some credit to the regime under Vince. This has been one of the best told stories of the past decade or two decades, uh, you know, with the bloodline going all the way to jay and roman fighting and then adding sammy and it's just jimmy coming back and it's just so much it just continues to evolve this story and, and paul Heyman, roman panning over to paul Heyman, and we all go holy shit you know so i think everything bloodline bloodline wise comes to a head at wrestlemania but right now there's no reason to end any of it because the injections of solo and sammy just you know it refreshing the entire storyline yeah uh the uh best part of uh, of friday night of course the return of l a night yeah la friday night you're drunk and just uh just think uh you know we oh la night baby face because he turned on the models uh-uh. no, no baby face promo from la night huh He's better as a heel anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it is fine. And I'm I'm perfectly fine with it too. Uh, but it is always good to see LA Knight back uh and Triple H killing off the male models quicker than a hiccup. Uh then we got damage control taking on Raquel, Shotzi, and Roxanne Perez uh in a six woman tag. Roxanne, of course, choosing Raquel Rodriguez to face Cora Jade on tomorrow's NXT. Bailey getting pissed and Roxanne going, well, you haven't been winning lately. So I thought that was kind of a funny line by Roxanne. Uh, damage control does get the win there. Uh, Bailey pinning 
Roxanne Perez. So uh, it is uh, Bailey needed that win too, by the way. I think you agree on that, Matt. Yeah, she's had a rough week. She <laughs> she needed that win. Yeah. Uh, this was an interesting thing here. Matt, uh, Matt had a take on this legato defeating, uh, hit row in two minutes. Oh boy. It seems like the honeymoon's over for hit row, doesn't it? Hit it row. Does not, it does not look good for hit row right now. They're missing swerve, aren't they? <laughs> they don't need to be missing swerve. They're a fine tag team on their own. Like I, oh. I, I, I don't understand it. Look at this guy, Kev Kellum. Oh, everybody's doing it's Everybody's getting you to do your damn L.A. night. It's a top story reunion. Yeah! I ain't doing it. Uh, do you like Zelina in place of Electra? I I like it, but I wish they wouldn't have done Electra dirty. Like, it's it's a great spot for Zelina to be in. Uh, but, man, like, like, for my understanding, like, they didn't inform anybody of this until, like, 24 hours beforehand. This totally seemed like something Vince would do. You know, Sifet. as opposed to what, you know, Triple H would do. Right. So. Safet in the chat talking about Liv Morgan. What do you think about Liv Morgan going all Jeff Hardy now? I think the biggest thing about this was the, the hooded figure in the background during this, looking at Wyatt's symbol. I yep. think that's what everybody should be talking about coming out of that segment, because I feel Liv's going to have some kind of involvement with Wyatt sooner rather than later. Oh, interesting. Ma uh, Mark Cho saying uh, DLC got more buys once LA Knight returned because he was in a DLC package there. I I, I don't think that's actually true, oh. but I'm, I'm sure he's he's fine. Matt calling out Mark Cho. Look at that. Oh, boy. Uh, Ray Mysterio came to Triple H earlier in SmackDown, says he quits, and then Triple H says, come to my office. I'll give you. And then, of course, uh, Karrion Cross could not be in the Fatal 4-Way to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. So Ray Mysterio gets put in and Ray Mysterio gets to get fed to Gunther at Crown Jewel. Ouch. I thought it was going to be Sheamus. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be a really great match. Oh, it'll be a good match. He's just going to be bumping his ass off all, all match. I thought it was going to be Sheamus and Sheamus third times a charm actually was going to defeat Gunther. Nah, you, no, you don't need to, you don't need to run back to that. Well, too quickly. You can, you can go back to that. It's not like Gunther's dropping that title anytime soon. A lot of Sheamus us want to be the one to win it, but I mean, it yeah. doesn't need to be right now. A lot of us wanted Solo Sokoa to win, but it's too soon for Solo to lose. And I don't think he should beat. Yeah, Gunther. unless unless they were playing for Solo to beat Gunther, you can't you can't put Solo in that spot right now. But in in terms of killing time, and especially if you're going to have Sheamus beat uh, Gunther at a Royal Rumble or Survivor Series or even a WrestleMania, good way to kill time is to feed him Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Ain't that about right? Uh and of course we already talked about Bray Wyatt, so that covers SmackDown. So let's get into. Our final bit of the evening, and that is, of course, we're going to talk about what's happening in about five minutes. That is Monday Night Raw. Uh, looking forward to Monday Night Raw here tonight. Brock Lesnar returns to Raw. What were your uh, What were your thoughts about Lesnar uh, destroying Bobby Lashley like that? I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I they they've they've spent the better part of this year establishing Lashley as one of the top baby faces on Raw in bringing credibility and prestige back to the United States championship. And they threw it all away for the Brock pop and <laughs> just had Lashley crushed. Like if Lashley doesn't beat Brock at crown jewel, woof, woof. Lashley he has to, Lashley he has needs to. to beat him at crown jewel. 
Um, the OC's back. They're going to take on the Alpha Academy. Uh, the, the Loomis versus Miz. If uh, uh, if Loomis wins, he gets a contract. And if he didn't uh, have a contract already, why has he not been arrested by security every time for the past month and a half? Make it make sense, Triple H. You're better than that. Semantics, eh? He's better than that, and you know it. Matt Riddle challenging Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Why are we doing this again? I don't know. Because Riddle beat him in the fight pit. That's yeah. Look, at least it makes sense. And Elias is back. Uh, my my boy Elias. I'm excited to see Elias come back. Um, Rest in peace, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Jesus, that was a shit gimmick. Uh, and, of course, uh, Ear Muffet. Uh, spoiler alert uh, from Fightful Select. Uh, JBL is set to come to Monday Night Raw. Uh, last we saw him, he was talking to Happy Corbin. Maybe it's con- uh, maybe it's uh, uh, a coincidence. Maybe they're going to be a uh, teaming together. Yes, uh, he's he's going to be he's going to be Corbin's manager. Um, it's going to suck. And uh, he's going to have the full entrance. And uh, the Raw plans have been out on Fightful Select. Uh, AJ Styles and Dominic Mysterio are going to have a, a match. A returning wrestler taking on Dolph Ziggler. That's probably yeah, going to be... It's Corbin. Yeah, that's going to be Corbin there. Uh, Duke Hudson and Cameron Grimes on main event taping matches. And, um, you know, a lot of other stuff. Go to Fightful Select for the rest of the spoilers. We won't get into that, but we wanted to talk about that main spoiler. But that's going to do it for this edition of Lost the Midcard. Look at me. Look at me plan to get you right into Monday Night Raw. Go take We are the official, unofficial lead into Monday Night Raw. That's what I've been saying. Uh, Go enjoy some wrestling, people. We uh, we enjoy uh, every one of you that, that came in and joined us. We're going to be here every Monday, 6 Central, 7 Eastern, leading up to Monday Night Raw. Literally, you can go take a pee break and then turn on Raw, and it's time to kick the action off. Uh, any final words here before we wrap it up, Matt? I, I think we're I think we're in for a good week of wrestling, and yep. I, I think I think it's going to feel really weird not to have any wrestling to watch on Wednesday. Right? Yeah, so big break. But that's Wednesday gonna be, that's going to be really weird for me. Yeah, Tuesday to Friday is going to seem like a, an eternity uh, in, in that. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. But uh, once again, for Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard on the Believe in Pro Wrestling Network, brought to you by Bet Online. Yeah! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.